from APM. This is the American Radio Works podcast. I'm Stephen Smith. Want to start a debate at your next dinner party? Ask people what they think about school voucher programs. Vouchers allow students to use public funds to pay for private school. Supporters say vouchers force schools to compete for students, which strengthens the quality of all the schools. Opponents say vouchers weaken public schools because they drive out top-performing students and leave less money for those remaining. Voucher programs are on the rise in the United States. The number of students using them grew 130 percent between 2009 and 2015. There are 19 states with at least one voucher program. Until now, the evidence on their effectiveness has been mixed. Research has shown voucher programs having either no effect on academic outcomes or just a slightly positive effect. But a new paper is one of the first to show a school voucher program actually lowering student test scores. Economists from Duke University, MIT, and UC Berkeley studied the Louisiana Scholarship Program, which gives public funds to poor students at low-performing public schools so they can go to the private schools of their choice. Parag Patak is a professor of economics at MIT. He's also the founder of MIT's School Effectiveness and Inequality Initiative. He spoke to ARW's Suzanne Pico. Why were you and your team interested in studying Louisiana's voucher program? We actually got interested in the voucher program because of other work we had done studying charter schools in New Orleans. And, you know, this past year, uh, the recovery school district, the main school district in New Orleans, is 100% charter. It's the only district in the nation that's 100% charter. Uh, A couple of years into the recovery school district's uh, major reforms following Hurricane Katrina, the state expanded this uh, voucher program. And what was interesting to us about this voucher program is that it was a targeted voucher program, so not everyone could um, get access to the voucher. You had to be below certain income thresholds, and you also had to be uh, assigned to a school that was uh, rated as poor performing in the state's accountability system. And the idea was very controversial because of the usual phenomena of people having different views on whether it's okay for public funds to go to private private schools. And the private schools in Louisiana are very diverse. There are some schools that are uh, that have religious affiliation, some schools uh, that do not. There are some rural schools. There are some schools uh, that are kind of historic schools in um, more urban areas like Baton Rouge and, and New Orleans. So this this became the opportunity an opportunity for us to actually dig deep into understanding one of the largest voucher programs, what the effects were on uh, kids. So this program is called the Louisiana Scholarship Program, and it's interesting because to get into it, you have to enter a lottery. So how did you what did you do with that information? How did how did your study work? Oh sure, what they actually run is more appropriately described as a match. And so in a lot of our work, we've studied matching systems where people not only can apply to one place, but they can apply to more than one place, and they submit a ranking. So you say, my first choice is school A, and my second choice is school B. And when there are more applicants than um, seats, uh, they use a, a lottery number to dictate who, who gets a seat at the school and who doesn't. And so that's a very powerful lever to get at controlled comparisons of uh, children who got to go to a private school because of the voucher program and, and those who did not. And so what did you find? Well, what we found was, was pretty surprising to, to me. Um, we looked at the first year of uh, the program, and we were able to track children uh, in grades 3 through 8 and look at their performance on state standardized assessments. 
Now, what we found is that the uh, effect of winning a voucher seat was to reduce your achievement across a variety of outcomes. Maybe the simplest way to describe this is to look at uh, what the state has defined as a passing score versus a failing score on the standardized assessment. And what we found is, for mathematics, the effect of winning the lottery is to reduce your likelihood of passing. Uh, actually, you're 50% more likely to get a failing score uh, when you win the lottery. And, and how about reading in social studies and science? Yeah, so our math effects are the uh, most negative. Um, we also find negative effects uh, roughly about half the magnitude for science uh, and uh, about three-quarters of the magnitude for social studies, uh, so both are very negative. English language arts is our most fragile result, so that is negative, but it uh, is estimated with more noise uh, than these other three outcomes. So this is a very surprising result. Most people think these are kids who are getting the chance, the opportunity to go to a private school, and there's a perception that private equals high quality. What do you make of, of what you found? Yeah, I, I think this is surprising um, for one of, I mean, one reason is exactly what you mentioned, that um, private schools have a lot more uh, autonomy than uh, public schools. So some feel that, and, and there's actually some literature suggesting that Catholic schools are uh, more effective, especially in urban areas. Another reason this is surprising and, and also intriguing, I think, is these are schools that families are actively choosing to go to. So they are saying, I'd rather go to this school. In fact, every school that we can study must be oversubscribed. So there are more kids who want to go to these schools in seats, yet we see this pretty sharp reduction in student achievement. Um, so that either means that families are actually not that concerned about this uh, reduction in achievement. Maybe they don't care for these standardized tests and these schools are providing other benefits that we can't uh, measure uh, through a standardized test. Or it suggests maybe they weren't aware of the negative uh, effects when they made their decision to apply. And that's a really central question at the heart of the debates on school choice, just how much uh, faith do we have in the ability for parents to act like consumers in the marketplace in different school choice systems. There's been a lot of discussion of this study by school choice advocates and opponents. What are people speculating about the reasons for this negative effect? So there's been a number of, a number of reactions. So yeah, many people are interested in saying why. And in terms of the types of data we have, we, we you know really can't say too much about the why without going into the schools and understanding their practices and uh, and also you know being able to look more than one year out. Uh, some of the things people have said were motivated by some descriptive evidence that we do have in our, our project. So one thing that's interesting about the set of schools that are voucher schools in Louisiana is that they look uh, a little bit different than typical private schools in uh, Louisiana and one dimension that, that really stands out. So if you look at the enrollment growth of voucher schools, voucher private schools versus schools that are not in the voucher program, the schools that are voucher schools are experiencing uh, large declines in enrollment prior to the voucher program, uh, whereas the schools that uh, did not participate have stable uh, enrollment. And so one thing that I've seen people react to is, well, the way this program was designed uh, encouraged uh, schools that struggle to uh, enroll children to participate 
rather than the schools that were not struggling to enroll uh, children. So this doesn't necessarily mean all private schools are bad, uh, but it may be that the way the system was set up encouraged the participation of schools that were not the best private schools. So that's one thing I've seen um, discussed uh, about our, our study. What range of types of private schools did you see signing up to be in the program? I mean, what rules do they have to follow to get the voucher money? And why would a super high-quality private school that's getting tons of you know, private money be incentivized to, to sign up for this Louisiana scholarship program? So the year that we studied, the, the program was rolled out statewide. So um, the state was still tinkering with some of the accountability requirements on the schools uh, and has since actually changed some of the requirements. To its credit, I mean, when this uh, system was established, they actually require that all pupils uh, take a standardized test who are at the school. And so that, I mean, uh, uh, is critical for us to be able to measure this program. So without that kind of feature, there would have been no way to know what was happening to these children in terms of uh, student achievement. Um, I've, I've seen some discussion uh, saying that the re- reporting requirements of schools was a major deterrent for some schools to participate. Uh, I've also seen people argue the other side, saying, well, if we're taking public money and letting private schools uh, have access to public dollars, we have to hold them accountable, and uh, any voucher system should have the ki- types of reporting requirements that uh, Louisiana had. Now, you studied the effects for after the first year of the program. Um, do you plan to go back, or do you want to go back and do long-term follow-up? Oh, we would love to do that. I think uh, that would be really exciting. Uh, I think we could learn a lot more about this program. I think our study would be more valuable if we were able to do that. We've been trying to encourage the state to allow us to do that, and we're still still working on that. Is there some takeaway for voucher programs nationwide? That's a difficult question, Uh You know, what we like to do, uh, I direct a lab here at MIT called the School of Effectiveness and Inequality Initiative. We're trying to assemble lots of uh, evidence from different case studies. So what we'd like to do is understand more about the the particular program in in Louisiana and in voucher programs and other settings. I mean, one thing you can conclude from this is it's not the case that voucher programs must increase student achievement. Uh, And so I think one thing that was surprising about this finding here was to so far uh, in similar types of studies in different settings, Milwaukee and Harlem and Washington, D.C., we've tended to find, you know, either zero or slightly uh, positive effects depending on subgroups of voucher programs. What we've never seen is a negative effect of a voucher program of this magnitude. And so uh, what I think we could take away is it is possible, actually, to have a voucher program reduce achievement at a significant level. Harag Patak is a professor of economics at MIT. He's also the founder of MIT's School Effectiveness and Inequality Initiative. He spoke to ARW's Suzanne Pico. You can find a link to the study of the Louisiana Scholarship Program at our website, AmericanRadioWorks.org. You'll also find more podcasts about issues in K-12 and higher education, and you can browse our archive of more than 100 documentary projects. Also, we'd be very happy to hear what this podcast made you think about, whether you'll share it with anybody else, and did it change your thinking about school choice? Let us know at AmericanRadioWorks.org, click on the About page, and scroll down to Share Your Impact Story. We're on Facebook at American.RadioWorks and on Twitter at AM RadioWorks. 
support for American Radio Works comes from Lumina Foundation, the Spencer Foundation, and the Corporation for Public Broadcasting. I'm Stephen Smith. Thanks for listening. This is APM.